and I want you guys to be able to do the same based on your human design understanding who you are designed to be and helping you to transmute this energy and becoming that person becoming that version of you welcome to the like-minded podcast with your host Jenna Shimon my goal is to share insights and information through real-life experiences and conversations between me and different guests. We talk all things spiritual, psychological, and everything in between. Hello and thank you for tuning in. Here's a quick overview of what today's guest and I were talking about. In this episode, I finally took the time to talk about me, who I am, what I do, how I became the person I am today, what I am working on at the moment, and just really outed my shadow in this one. It was long overdue, but you know how it is. Doing uncomfortable things, sometimes we like to push them away, and that's what I did here. But I finally took the time, and I hope you enjoy listening to it. I also have a little surprise towards the end of the episode, so I hope you are going to stay with me in this one, and I hope you enjoy. So, it's about that time. I'm here to record my very first episode where it's just me, I have no guest, or I am my guest. I'm my guest, I guess. <laughs> and this is long time coming. Like I planned this for a while, but for the longest time I just felt like I'm not there yet. It's not the right time. I'm still in the midst of transitioning, transforming, understanding what I am going through. But truth is, I'm still there. <laughs> I have the feeling I'm not so much in the cocoon anymore. To take the caterpillar butterfly metaphor. So I have a feeling I'm not in the cocoon anymore, but I got out of the cocoon. So like the harsh part of where the caterpillar is actually dissolving and just goo non-existent anymore is done and I have the feeling in the last few weeks I actually maneuvered myself out of the cocoon I was breaking free out of these old shells this old skin the old layers all of the old things that were still kind of part of me but not really and now I'm out of there but now I'm in this phase I don't know how familiar you are of the transformation from the caterpillar to a butterfly but when the butterfly comes out of the cocoon the wings are all like folded and crinkled and the process begins of the butterfly to expand the wings and let them dry which apparently can take a few hours even 
and I have a feeling this is where I am right now. Also, the butterfly is hanging upside down when it comes out of the cocoon, and I think that's the phase I'm in right now because I'm not uncomfortable anymore. I see more clearly, like I have a new perspective, hence hanging upside down. But I'm not quite sure yet if I can start flying because my wings are not ready. So yeah, that's how I feel like right now. And it's interesting because I always assumed, I also wasn't aware that a butterfly has to dry its wings before it can fly. I never really thought about it that much. I just assumed it comes out of the cocoon and just like, I don't know, just wiggles itself a little bit and then just like soars. But I found this video on TikTok of this girl that took home a caterpillar and raised it to a butterfly and there was like a time-lapse video of it coming out of its cocoon and then you were seeing how the wings are just like unfolding and expanding and she put this little note in the video saying now it's drying its wings and this is when I found out about it so in that moment I realized watching this video that this is where I'm at right now I just transcended yet another phase of feeling uncomfortable within my journey and needing to change and adjust and understand and go within and transmute feelings and emotions and energies and all of the good stuff right and then i was there sitting on my bed in this beautiful homestay that i'm staying at in bali at the moment and i realized that's it you're done yet again with another transformational phase just right now here hanging upside down needing to dry your wings and let them unfold and give them this this little more time to get ready for them to hold me to be strong enough to carry me and I started crying I felt excited, I felt grateful, but scared too. And yeah, that was like now maybe 10 days ago. And now I felt like it's time to talk about it. I'm ready for what's to come. I'm ready to step into this new version of me, this butterfly version of me. There's a picture that went around on Instagram that I really resonate with that I'm going to so that you know what I'm talking about. It's a painting of a transition of a woman planting seeds, having soil in her hands. And this part of the picture is dated 2020. 
and then the next version of her is her watering herself which is dated 2021 and then there's a third version of herself where she's like blooming like all of these flowers are just growing out of her body out of her head and the sun is behind her shining on her and this one is dated 2022 and this one I actually shared that one in one of my posts on January 24th which was even before that moment where I realized that this is where I'm at right now so I kind of already knew or hope for it well I'm gonna link it so you can look at it it's a beautiful painting and this really really resonates with me I have the feeling that this is exactly what I'm what I was going through because my real journey towards becoming this butterfly also really started in 2020 before that it was just me being the caterpillar fighting for survival understanding who I was understanding what I wanted or more so understanding what it is that I don't want because I haven't really had the feeling that I was doing what I wanted to do I had fun being a photographer I had fun being a director I even had fun being an artist manager back in the days but it did not fulfill me as much as everything I'm doing right now fulfills me the caterpillar phase was really the part where I was going within and that's the phase when I worked on my book that I released in November 2020 finding me the poetry that I wrote from 2016 to 2020 so yes the journey started in 2016 in a sense but not knowingly it wasn't the plan it wasn't intended it wasn't it wasn't me back then I was still the caterpillar trying to survive because I was in the midst of all of that bullshit all of that trauma all of that sadness and pain that I felt because of a traumatic breakup I went through in 2017 which really took me two to three good years to get over and this is when I started writing these poems and losing myself in them resurrecting out of the ashes and falling right back into it to do it all over again that's what it felt like in that time so I was surviving I was just hustling going and continuing even even though I didn't know where to go what to do and well then in 2020 when I released the book that was the part where it was about me it was me finding my voice it was me finding finding me pun intended 
that's really what it was when I was a photographer and a director I was still working for others I was still capturing others and their beauty and their truth which was an amazing transition from being an artist manager because it was me unfolding and expressing myself creatively but it was still not about me it was still not me and finding the guts to release this book and let the whole world see what I was going through and seeing my pain that's exactly what needed to happen so I would be able to become me or to unbecome everything that wasn't me I should say it was freeing it was liberating it was fucking scary but it was good I needed that I'm a Leo <laughs> in 12 sign astrology and even in 13 sign astrology I want to be seen I want to be in the light I want to be celebrated for me and I finally found what it is I want to be celebrated for I don't want to be celebrated for the things I'm good at doing necessarily I want to do things that help other people and I want to be seen for that so even the book was a part of it but more so a transition more so a part of me shedding more layers so I can get out on the other side being the person that I am now but once again I'm getting ahead of myself I wanted to talk about so many other things but I'm just seeing things in another perspective right now doing this podcast and I'm just feeling grateful right now for this moment because I pushed this away for so long it was not just because I felt I wasn't ready but I pushed it away because <sighs> all the things I'm about to talk on in this podcast is still very uncomfortable for me like I'm not ashamed of them anymore but it's still parts that I had in my shadow and that I put there because I never wanted anyone to know about them so it's still kind of stings a little bit when I talk about it I can talk about it to friends I can talk about it to strangers even but recording it putting it on a podcast where there's the ultimate proof <laughs> to all of these things that I'm about to reveal and for people to listen to it and re-listen to it and share it with other people and it's out there you know it's it's in the internet where <laughs> things apparently never can be deleted so yeah it's it's weird but it's necessary um and it's time so i'm going back and forth in this journey bear with me i'm going to go way back now even before 2017 
to give you a feeling of the person that I used to be that I cannot relate to anymore at all but it was part of me it was part of my journey and sitting here today reflecting on it while I talk on it glancing at my notes and I can't help but feel grateful and ready to talk about it even though it's still uncomfortable I used to be a person that lied a lot I did not feel seen in the way I wanted to be seen so I had the feeling I need to lie the things that I talked about did not feel enough I did not feel special enough so I always had to make up things around the actual story make it more interesting make it bigger make it grander make it more special lies about achievements I even sometimes said I'm sick when I wasn't because I wanted attention I wanted for someone to show me love because I thought I did not have enough even though I had so much love at home my mother loves me endlessly my second mom does too I felt the lack of love of my father's side so maybe that's the reason why I was rarely able to admit that I was wrong I always made up things to prove my point and when it comes to relationships I was highly codependent oh my god I can't even tell you how deep I was in this codependent cycle when I was an artist manager I became an artist manager by mistake I wanted to believe I was in a relationship with an amazing musician a rapper and musician who lived in a different city so I visited him he visited me and his friends were in the music field as well DJs producers other musicians and they were younger than me and they were looking for someone to guide them in their career I did not jump on that job because I would have never thought I would be capable of something like that but when they started asking me for my advice and what I think they should do in certain matters which really just started with I want to post this picture and I don't know what to say about it and I was always into writing I wrote in school and so that sparked something in me I was like oh okay they see something in me they want me to help them you know that made me feel good so I started doing that and it really evolved from there it just like became more and more and at some point I was like you know you should do this and that and maybe this could be an idea and I had some good advice I had some good ideas don't get me wrong but I did it more for the recognition and for my people-pleasing parts and codependent ass than really wanting it I never wanted to be an artist manager even though I studied event management which was fun but I should have known along the way in the studies that this is not what I'm I'm here to do but I kept going and I did the same thing when I became an artist manager I guess at some point I also had the feeling it's too late to turn 
away, to turn around, to stop doing it. Because truth is, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who I wanted to be. So I happily jumped on that train to be someone, to create a career for someone else and hoping I could create one for myself at the same time. And throughout this relationship, when I really became the artist manager of my ex and his friends, I also really had moments during that time frame where I was like, he has to love me forever. I'm doing so much for him. This is real love. This is how it looks like. We are there for each other. But that's not love. That's expectations. That's conditions. It's not unconditional love. And I was not able to see it. I was overgiving. I was people pleasing because I thought this is how I got back the love I so longed for. It took me a while to understand all of this and to really see me in this and that I was indeed that person. True, that was an awakening, I'm telling you. 2017 was my solar return, by the way. I know I spoke on it before, but I'm just saying this again, so it makes total sense. Everything had to crumble because I was so far off my path that everyone could see it but me. This is what codependent love can do to you. But yeah, so that was me not even being a caterpillar. Funny thing is, when I was a child, I was so confident and I showed myself. I was on stage. I was an actor in school. I was on stage performing playback because I can't sing for shit, but... <laughs> Dancing, moving, that was always something I loved doing. I loved being seen, I loved being on stage. I even did it when I was on vacation with my mom. Like a moth, I was drawn to the light, to the spotlight. And I'm not saying this to say, God, I was so amazing, but people loved it. People loved me for being me, for showing my light because it was genuine because I just shared my truth and my joy. And as soon as I got out of elementary school and went to high school, I lost this light. I was so intimidated by the other girls in my class, not to say that I was a leader necessarily in elementary school, but I definitely became a follower in high school. I couldn't see my own light anymore. I was intimidated because I was told I'm weird. So I lost it. I lost it along the way. When I look back onto this part of my life now, I know that this was the moment I went off path. And I think this is happening to a lot of people. Puberty, new school, the ways the society are pushing onto us how to be, especially as women or girls in that age, just really killing the light of people. I also was not made for school. I'm a manifesting generator. 
some of you know that I'm a human design reader and I'm a manifesting generator I'm a multi-passionate being I'm interested in many different things and sitting still and being strict and concentrating for hours on one thing is not in the design of manifesting generators our focus fluctuates we need to jump from one thing to another this is how we focus this is how we can concentrate this is how we are designed this is how we work but this is not how school works so all of that just really dimmed my light i really thought less of myself in these years it got better when i got older again but i was still not really being me my first big relationship started when i was 16 and it was for like three and a half years we broke up for a year and came back together for another three years it was a beautiful relationship beautiful partner we were really young but we grew up together and it was the most amazing relationship i could have asked for as a first relationship so i felt love i felt seen so i was able to unfold myself to a certain extent but not fully which is not the fault of my ex-partner back then or the fault of the relationship it was mine like the second part of the relationship probably was not necessary everything happens for a reason and i'm still grateful because i still learned a lot but it was my free will to go back even though i think i knew i shouldn't have but it molded me to the person I was after that and then I got into the next relationship and that was the one that was with the heavy breakup beautiful person also beautiful relationship in the beginning but just codependent on both sides more so on mine I must admit but on both sides and it just became toxic you know not physical nothing really really bad but toxic enough to like really fuck me up and that person as well everyone in their own way but this is when everything break open like that was the beginning of my real transition this is what needed to happen and i needed it to be as dramatic because i was not able to see clearly everyone around me did but i wasn't and then back to 2017 <laughs> i hope you can follow guys which was the beginning of me writing more and more poetry i started in 2016 already but poetry reading meditation my spiritual journey just really started then i did all of it because i was so lost so lost and writing it out just helped me feel through the shit, understand it, transmute it, let it go. Meditating helped me to calm down. Smoking weed did too. <laughs> and all of these spiritual practices, the workshops, the courses, all of the things that I intended, I didn't know that I would use that knowledge later on to help others. I just really did it for the sake of believing 
that this is the way out. So I wrote the poetry with no intention to publish a book. It was really just me coping. And then in 2019, I was in yet another beautiful relationship, which was really the catalyst to help me deepen my spirituality, understanding me on even deeper levels, understanding what unconditional love means. We triggered each other, yes, but we were able to hold the mirror for the other one to see why they are triggered and to see what they still need to work on. So that relationship was on a different level, a higher level, way healthier, beautiful, fun. <laughs> and that relationship led me to go to New York in 2020, just before COVID hit. And I had beautiful Reiki session and oracle reading with the spiritual advisor of my partner back then. And in that Reiki session and reading, I got the message that I am supposed to write, which I was told before many times by my aunt. But I was like, I'm writing, I'm doing it, I'm doing it for me, but I never thought that I need to take it to the next level. And because of that Reiki session and that Oracle reading, that message became very clear. So we went back home from New York and I started working on my book, put the poems together. And that was the phase where I got into the cocoon. That was the first step. That was me speaking my truth fully. I started speaking my truth before that. Between 2014 and 2017, I had tonsillitis a lot, which is a very, if you don't know, if you're not aware, is a very painful disease in the throat. So my throat chakra was blocked. I had tonsillitis a lot, like once to three times every winter. And as from 2017, also because I got more healthy, took more care of my body, physical and mental health, tonsillitis never came back. So I already started speaking my truth back then, but it was different in 2020. I stepped into part of my purpose to talk on the things that I went through to help others. That's what I'm here for. And at the same time, I went down on this path of my own spiritual journey, spiritual awakening, and getting more into all of the topics that interest me. And I was still in the belief that all of this was just for me. I started loving myself more, got more aligned with myself and who I was intended to be. I was able to understand my psychic abilities better and I was able to use them when I wanted to because through meditating regularly, I was able to just really hone the power of them and use them when I wanted to use them. 
And as I went on on this spiritual journey and understanding myself better and doing all of these workshops and courses and read a thousand books and listened to a thousand podcasts and had a thousand amazing conversations with people in the same field, I transitioned again and again and again and I up-leveled again and again and again. And the very people that just came into my life I had to let go off again because yet again we weren't aligned anymore because I was climbing levels so I started to understand that the key is to be open to let people go so new ones can come in make space for the new so the new ones that are aligned with the new version of me have space and for about one and a half years now, I'm really worked on fully blooming into working in the spiritual field, working in the coaching field, working with people, for people, helping them find their way, their truth, their voice, their purpose. And I can feel that I'm just about to fly when it comes to this. And I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited to meet new people that want to grow as well, that see what I've been through as inspiration and as proof that it's possible for them as well that it's possible for them just as much. I got a glimpse of that whenever I get reviews of people reading my book. But when it comes to this work, the testimonials, the conversations, the feedback, the comments, every share, every comment, every like, every private message lights my heart up because I know how it feels like. I still remember how it feels like to see someone and resonating with that person's journey deeply and seeing proof in that person's journey that it is possible to get out of the stage that you are in. Because I once was in that stage. So I say all of this and I talk about all of this in the hope that it will help others. If you see yourself in anything that I said today, please know that it is possible to get further in your journey if you feel like there's no hope. There is. My life is proof. My journey is proof. And I'm not done yet. That's just the beginning. I'm just about to fly. And I'm excited for all of you to be part of this. I'm excited for all of you to witness my journey and come along, grow with me, get into the cocoon, get out of the cocoon, dry your wings and fly. 
this is also why I'm working on what I'm working on at the moment. I'm about to launch my very first container in March this year, where I want to work with a group of people over a period of six weeks, where we work together on getting out of survival mode, restoring the nervous system, and filling the void with whatever you want to fill it with. It's a journey and I feel honored to be a part of yours, to help you in it, to transmute these energies, to let them go. I will speak more on it soon, but what I can say for now is that the first part will be about getting out of survival mode with different techniques that I put together based on the knowledge that I gained in all of the courses and workshops I attended to invest in myself and my life and my journey. There will be homework, there will be life group calls every week to work together. The things I will work on with you in this container will be based on your individual human design so that it has the biggest impact and is specifically put together for you. And the second part will be the part where we get into alignment, where we work on bringing you closer to your authentic self, to the person you were intended to be here in this lifetime. There will be a free masterclass soon where I get more into this work so that you will understand what this container will be about what you can expect. And I can't wait for this. I can't wait to share this with you. I'm super excited. I'm super grateful for this opportunity. I'm super grateful for my guides to get me to this point of knowing that this is the next step. I'm a 1-3 in human design. My profile is 1-3. And the one is about gathering knowledge, being the investigator, rabbit holing deep into shit that interests me, understanding everything on the deepest levels. And then the three is jumping into things and trying them out. And the combination of the two is gaining the knowledge to then share it with others. And I'm about to fully step into this with this container. And I want you guys to be able to do the same based on your human design, understanding who you are designed to be and helping you to transmute this energy and becoming that person, becoming that version of you, your authentic self, your energetic, correct self. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking. Thank you for commenting. It means more than you can imagine. If my work helps you in any way, I appreciate you sharing it with others, with loved ones, with people you think it might help as well. Sharing it on your socials. I appreciate it all deeply. I love you guys. Thank you. And I talk to you soon.